You're listening to Guitar Goddess Radio with Azina, only on LA Talk Radio. I'm so excited today to be sitting down with Miss Adrian Pierce. You have a brand new CD out called My Heavens. I love it, love it, love it. I've been listening to Let It Go, Let It Go. Oh, you like that one? Yeah. Good. Good. That was going to be called Note to Self. <laughs> you know, I have that one on replay because, you know, I've been needing to to do that a lot lately. It's been a crazy week. So it's like, yeah, let it go. Let it go. It's all good. <laughs> me too. I have to tell myself that every day pretty much. So. So, and just tell us a little bit about recording the project, what it's all about, what it means to you, the core of the music. Let's just jump right in. Okay. Well, you know, I have so many things that come to mind um, about this album. First of all, it was um, the same team, which is my husband and I, that did my last album, Oh Dear. Okay. But we did it very differently than that album. That album, we kind of threw in every crazy idea we had and had a lot of different guests in different cities and pulled all the files together and it was kind of a wild ride. And this one, we kept it kind of simple. It's just myself, my husband, Archine, and another player. Um, and, and we had a real blueprint and idea of what we were going to do for every song and we really stuck to it. And it was just the easiest album I've ever made. It was really easy to make and a real joy to make. Um, so that's the, that side of it, the recording side. Well, that's awesome. How long did it take you to record it? <laughs> um, we started it in Los Angeles, and it took probably, we worked on and off for about a month, and then um, we came out here to New York, and we mixed the album. Um, we were mixing it when, the, when Hurricane, Hurricane Sandy hit, <sighs> and so we had to take like a week off because we had no electricity. Wow. <laughs> and then we went back to it afterwards, but um, so that was that was different. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's it. So it took, it probably took a couple months, but over probably seven months, we, we did it. Now, do you think that I've looked at like all of your albums, I've pretty much heard like everything and I've, I'm seeing an evolution, <laughs> it, it kind of like a spiritual evolution seems to be growing within your music. Would you say that's true or? Am I way I, off base? <laughs> I, I don't think you're off base at all, and I absolutely love that you said that. I don't know if I've thought of it quite like that, but I know I love that you said that. The, even the title of this album, sound, you know, but it, a lot of things happened in the time um, when I was writing the songs, and I was inspired um, by songs from the 60s, by um, music from different girl groups, and... Um, and also some country songs that sort of came this sort of mix up in my mind, mash up in my mind. And themes, um, several people that I know actually passed away during while I was writing the songs. And um, they're kind of in there, in those songs. And um, I also was teaching um, history to sixth grade students. Wow. <laughs> and we were, it was really interesting. And I was teaching art, but I ended up teaching history as well. And when we were doing um, a section in the book uh, on world religions, mm -hmm. then that stuff crept into the songs too. Mm. I think that's the undercurrent that I'm hearing there because it, it felt so good to me, you know, on a lot of different levels, not only lyrically, musically, but, you know, there's always that 
that unspoken vibe that's in music. And this just had that spiritual vibe that really put me in a, a really great place. And I'm like, oh, I, I want more people to hear it, you know. And I'm really excited that you put this work out into the world. And I just want to share it with everyone. And I'm, just, I'm so proud of you. I mean, it's really beautiful, beautiful body of work. Oh, man, I love you. You're the best. <laughs> that is so great to hear. And, you know, that's, again, really interesting that you said that because I did reach a point when I started teaching that I thought, well, I'll always write songs. Yeah. And I'll probably record them because we have the ability to do that at our studio that we have, my husband and I. Um, but I didn't know for sure I would be really putting that out or touring. I wasn't. I was just at this point of questioning things. Um, and in the end, I, I, I want to go do it more than ever. I'm really excited to get out and play and make more and more and more music. But, um, so that's really nice to hear though, because I kind of came full circle and made that decision again with a bigger commitment to my music. Yay. I'm glad to hear that because we want to hear more, more, more. (laughs) (laughs) Now let's talk a little bit about your songwriting process. Which comes first? Does the lyric come first? The song come first? Does a situation have to happen? And you write about that. What's your process? My process when I first started writing songs was usually that a melody and lyrics came to me together in my head. And then I would go and grab my guitar. It was usually guitar. And um, and sort it out and work it out and finish it with the guitar. Um, sometimes I have an idea on guitar. And then I start hearing the melody and start hearing the words and maybe I'll grab the book I've been writing in and see if there's anything in there that it works with what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, um, I write sometimes with my husband and so I'll just hear him in the other room playing something and I'll think of an idea and I'll go running in and go, can I have this one? I have an idea <laughs> for this one. And so, and, and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll finish it that way. Or I'll bring him an idea that I know he can put his magic on and it'll, It'll take it to another level um, with his playing, and I'll bring it to him, and we'll finish it together. So there's a lot of different ways these days. That's awesome. And, and let's talk about co-writing. You know, you, you're mention, mentioning that you're writing with your husband. How does that work? I mean, you gave us a little bit of peace. You might hear something he's working on, and you'll go in there and, and say, you know, I need to steal this song or, or do that. <laughs> <laughs> but co-writing is something that I feel that a lot of artists are afraid or intimidated by. And can you just talk a little bit about that process and what that means and, and just some of the ins and outs of co-writing? Yeah, that's an excellent question, and I... I think you're so you're so right on that it can be intimidating, and um, you're often letting out some really personal stuff, and and even just singing rough ideas in front of somebody else and going back and forth, it it can be scary. Um, I used to write entirely by myself, and then I signed with the management company, and they sent me they wanted to send me on writing trips to New York and Los Angeles, which is an amazing opportunity. But I was really scared, and and I also sort of, um, I wouldn't say I took offense, but I felt they didn't like my writing enough, that they didn't think that, it, you know, what I had was good enough. But the truth is, it's a great way. I felt like I went to writing school by seeing how all these different people approached the songs. And, um, and I also made some great friendships. Um, so it's a wonderful thing to do. 
but it can be scary. And some people you hit it off immediately and it just something beautiful comes out of it. And sometimes you work and work and work and it's fine, but it isn't special for some reason. You, you don't know why. You, on a different day, you could have had a special song come out of it with that same person. So it's a mysterious process. Yes, yes for sure. And when you're writing with other people, you know, and the song is finished, you know, and how, how do you decide ownership of something like that? Because we have a lot of new people who are, you know, they're just getting started with their music careers and maybe there's a friend or something they want to co-write with, but they're not really sure, like, who owns the song? How do we do it? You know, can you talk a little bit about how that worked, you know, when you were working with some of those other artists that you are not as familiar with? That's another excellent question. Um, and I've had situations where it was very formal because it was done through my manager and their manager, and it was decided before we even walked into the room that it was going to be 50-50. Okay. That's a really safe, nice way to do it. It's a, it's a way of sort of showing that you know the other person is going to bring their, their best thing to the table and everyone's going to contribute. And that, that song wouldn't happen if both those people weren't there. You know, it's even if someone only wrote the bridge, they wrote the bridge and they were there nodding and saying yes and being encouraging through the whole thing. Um, so 50 50 is a pretty nice way to do it. But it's, it can't always be that way because sometimes someone's bringing part of the song in. Um, I would just say the most important thing is to decide at the outset um, what you're going to do, even if that decision is let's see what happens and let's see how we feel and let's see what's fair uh, at the end of it. But don't walk away and not talk about it till somebody wants to cut that song <laughs> or until that song's being placed in a television show and suddenly you have to decide who owns the master, what percentage of the writing. You should really decide that day. And if you can put it in writing, it sounds a little official, but it's not a bad idea. And that's most professional songwriters are completely used to doing that. And, um, and they, most professional songwriters will say at the outset what, what, what it is going to be. So is, is that good? Is that that's great. That's great advice. Thank okay. you so much for that. And, yeah. and talking about getting your song in TV and film, which you've been very successful doing, what is that like? What's the process? Well, so there's, when I first started doing it, I just got a tip from a friend who worked in film, and she said, hey, why don't you look up, uh, for I lived in British Columbia at the time, look up the Directors Guild of British Columbia, and they list everything that's filming, everything, all the productions, and there's a phone number. And just call there and ask them, hey, who, who's doing the music for this show? And that's what I did. I don't know how easily you can do that now. I think you still can, though. Wherever you are, see if there's a list of the productions that are going on and even start close to home. I think that just, you know, meet people and go to every, every especially the things that are free in your town. There's some definitely something going on. Like where I'm from, there's something called Music BC. They have all kinds of wonderful information sessions. Even if the topic isn't licensing, somebody there probably knows about licensing. Um, even if the topic is touring, you know, there's, there's just, it's just great to, to meet as many people you can, as you can and send your music out there in every way that you can think of. Um, and sometimes, you know, there's a lot of contests online. I think it's pretty hard to, to really get through with those. But if it's free and you want to try it, that's worth a try as well through 
things like music x-ray, sonic bids, and all these kinds of things. Um, but yeah, I have so many thoughts about this because there are so many, so many ways to go. But I would say, you know, contact the music supervisors that you can. Find them on LinkedIn. Find them on Facebook. And, and just in a very professional, succinct way, ask if you can send your music to them. And follow through. That's the big thing for us. <laughs> follow through. Send the music. And follow up. You know, again, not too often. Not to be annoying. And just see if they've heard it. And, uh, yeah, just ask, just ask as many people, you know, that, as you can if they know somebody who you can send your music to. Thank you. That's fantastic advice. You're so generous with your advice. Thank you so much for that because, <laughs> you know, we all need to learn and, you know, I get lots of emails from girls. They have lots of questions and, and I love it when they hear from the artists who are in the trenches, who are out there actually doing it. You know, it's just wonderful to share and to be welcoming, you know, other guitarists into the community. And, and let's talk about your guitar playing a bit. Uh, what, what guitar are you using these days? What, what are you loving? What's, what's happening? Well, actually, I just played a show, and um, someone who hadn't seen me for a long time was really surprised that I was playing an acoustic guitar, because I usually have to take uh, like testers. Yeah. Um, I've had different partial low-body telecasters, mm -hmm. um, but I'm just playing this acoustic behind me. <laughs> it's my latest guitar. Great. And it's just an inexpensive seagull from Canada, and I just love it. It sounds beautiful. It has a really rich, warm sound, and uh, so that's my that's my main guitar friend right now. Awesome. And are you using any pedals or effects? You know, what's your setup like? Well, again, I used to have. I used to really. I used to have. Um, I even had a loop station for a while, and I had uh, a Den Electro echo pedal that I really loved. Um, I really liked, yeah, to fill out my sound with a lot of um, echo. And but lately, I'm just not playing a nice, clean, warm guitar, and I have not been on, on this album for these tour. This tour, I haven't been using effects, so oh, wow. awesome. I'm going really simple. And what kind of amps are you digging these days? What are you digging? What are you into? Well, I actually, I have a Fender Princeton amp yes. that I've had forever. Yes. And, and on, to be totally honest, I mean, it was the lightest amp. <laughs> and I was always carrying my gear, you know, to rehearsal and back and gigs. And I had a heavy one that I had, had um, borrowed. And when I picked up that one, and also, of course, I love how it I can actually handle everything yeah. myself. Because yeah. I kept hearing... These guys think that girls never carry their gear. Yeah. And I was like, no way I'm carrying my own gear out. I don't ever want to hear that. So uh, it's silly, but, but it's funny. It, that's influenced me when I got it. Um, my husband has a few different amps, and he he has a Blues Junior that we use sometimes. But, yeah, we're pretty minimal right now. Where are you performing next? Um... We so we're, we're on the first we're playing in Pittsburgh, okay. and then Fort Wayne, Indiana, and then Chicago, and then Omaha and um, Salt Lake City. So wow. we're playing a bunch of shows all the way across the country, and then up to Canada. 
Awesome. Well, I would love to come and see you, hear you when you're in California. So let me know when you're here and I will be front and center. <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. I would love to meet you in person and have you at the show. I'll let you know for sure. That will be this summer. Definitely. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sitting down with us today here at Guitar Goddess, and we love your music, and we will support you in any and every way that we can. Um, I will be tweeting about this interview as well as uh, posting some snippets on Facebook for everyone who's watching this on the site. And uh, we're going to follow Adrian around the country. So once the ticker <laughs> starts on the left with all the concerts, make sure if you're in her area that you go and check her out and give her some love. So thank Thanks. you so much. Uh, Keep rocking, and I will see you soon. You too, and I love Guitar Goddess. You guys are fantastic. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. My
That was My Heavens by Adrian Pierce. Well, that's all for our show this week, folks. Please tune in next week to guitargoddess.com and make sure you follow us on social. You can find us at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Guitar Goddess Co. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week on Guitar Goddess Radio. You're listening to Guitar Goddess Radio with Azina, only on LA Talk Radio.